Hi, everybody. I'm Jason Mangum. And I'm Mark Anderson. And this is World Impact News. So today we're going to bring you a segment on what would our founding fathers think. You know, we are in 2020. We understand there's a lot of things being challenged. There's a lot of challenges. And so what would our founding fathers think at, at looking, you know, if they could look forward and would have, you think they would have ever imagined this? where we are today and some of the things that are being violated and infringed upon and just some of the different actions that people are taking, the government's taking. And so obviously we understand there is an attack and it's been a long attack against our constitution. I did a little cartoon or a little image, but I just was wondering, it was a thought, Mark, that if at the constitutional convention, as you had one individual ask, but what if there's a coronavirus and then one leans over to Benjamin, Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin says, guess none of this really matters then, right? And then you see George Washington pose the question, has anyone seen Patrick? Maybe he has advice. Speaking of Patrick Henry, who was, says, who was a, a motivational pamphleteer and really took action. Exactly. The spark plug of the revolution. That's exactly right. So right. just kind of wanted to do an introduction to this segment with that. Thought that it was very important. Yeah, Patrick Henry is sort of a model of the action part of World Impact News. Exactly. In many ways. Yes. The, the First Amendment, as we've outlined in other World Impact News segments, is the main thing that's under attack. Assembly, worship, speech three critical things. And I want to read a quote. We'll have it on the screen here. It's a little longer. Bear with me. <clears throat> but our third president, I hope I got my facts right, one of our early presidents, James Madison, he had to deal with the War of 1812 and the White House being on fire. Imagine that. Wow. He said this about mutable law, which is any law or policies by government that are subject to constant change, often without the knowledge and or understanding of the people. Things become too loose, too malleable. Here's what he said. The internal effects of a mutable policy are still more calamitous. It poisons the blessings of liberty itself. It will be of little avail to the people that the laws are made by men of their own choice if the laws be so voluminous that they cannot be read or so incoherent that they cannot be understood. Interesting. If they be repealed or revised before they are promulgated or undergo such incessant changes that no man who knows what the law is today can guess what it will be tomorrow. Amazing. The insights of Madison were legendary, still are. And <clears throat> he's considered, you know, the father of the, of the Constitution, much like Jefferson the father of the Declaration of Independence. Now, Hidalgo County, Texas, good a place as any to start, would be an excellent example of mutable policy, arbitrary laws and edicts that Madison rightly pointed out a give, give way to mischief and are very calamitous and infringe upon our liberties in a very explicit way. It's Interesting, and, and really it's important to point out, I should say, that what Hidalgo County is doing, and there's 250-some counties in Texas, and we have 50 states, it's not just Hidalgo County, Texas, but what 
County Judge Richard Cortez has been pronouncing and handing down is a textbook example of what Madison warned against. These mutable policies. You can drive in the Rio Grande Valley, which is the uh, four counties that are the bottom of Texas, the border of Mexico, ladies and gentlemen, in the southernmost reaches of Texas, those four counties. In, R- Rio, in the Rio Grande Valley, you can drive from east to west or west to east and go through all sorts of towns, Westlaco, Donna, Farr, uh, McAllen, and so on, over to Mission, and go from town to town or store to store, and you don't know in your mind exactly what the policies will be for wearing a face mask or what's permissible or not, or how many people are allowed in a given store, what the police consider illegal or suspicious. You don't know. And this is the capriciousness of this mutable law that Madison warned against. And it's based, Jason, on so much questionable data. The media and the governing governing officials at the federal, state, and local level work in concert, and the media reports only cases and deaths of coronavirus, leaving out the high numbers of recoveries, leaving out all sorts of critical data. And we've had, in recent days, a local paper, The Monitor, we have a recording of what we're told. Hidalgo County confirms COVID-19-related death. According to a news release from the county, the individual was a 76-year-old Alamo man with underlying medical conditions. And I also want to point out those words, COVID-19 related death. Anyway, continuing, the man had been hospitalized for several weeks with health issues and was recently tested for the coronavirus strain. And so here we have a couple problems, a COVID-19 related death, and the man had been hospitalized for several weeks with health issues. And it's been clear from what you and I have read, Jason, and one of the postings on our website, World Impact News by Scott Tips of the National Health Federation, what he wrote, that you can die with the coronavirus, possibly detected on your body or or, or in your system, but not die of the coronavirus. Meaning that this does not certifiably prove, this article in the Monitor, it does not certifiably prove that this man died from the coronavirus, that that, that that virus was the confirmed and actual direct cause of his death. We know that the elderly and those that have underlying conditions might be more vulnerable to catching any pathogen, any coronavirus. Remember, the coronavirus is a number of different kind of viruses that cause influenza and the flu and whatnot. And this is just another strain, we're told, in this current milieu. But So someone like him could catch any number of pathogens and be more vulnerable to them, and he may or may not die of any particular pathogen, but die of the diabetes or the heart condition or the pneumonia he already had and was already known to be sick with. And so that's just one snapshot example of the questionable, malleable data that we get in our newspapers and that government uses to pass these laws that Madison warned against. Jason, your thoughts. Right. Because what's happening here is, and what I understand, Mark, is that people are being recorded as COVID victims or being counted in the death toll that actually didn't die of COVID, but just like you said, had a trace of it, somehow was tested for it, but they had these underlying other things. Maybe it was 
because of their immune system or they had asthma or they had pneumonia or they had something else, maybe a heart problem, heart disease, diabetes, but they're being counted in the mix, so to speak. And look, every life is precious, but really, why are they making up these numbers? And I'm not going to get too far into that, but I believe that the CDC and these other, like WHO, the World Health Organization, these other organizations have a motivation for increasing the numbers. I mean, that's why even where a city of McAllen or Hidalgo County, there's a certain motivation. There's a benefit to them. Why were they the ones before anything happened declaring? I mean, not one case in our entire county or in our city. And they're declaring this as a disaster declaration. And so, which was early on, which is early on before anything. So you see, all we're trying to lay out to you today as you watch and listen to this is there's a motivation. There's something, there's something that's being done here. We have to look into the real facts and the motivation behind it. And they have a great motivation to do it. And because certainly they want to control people. But, you know, let me, let me, let me state this too, Mark, a statement from Benjamin Franklin. This is one of his quotes. It says, those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. You know, I find it that he actually says essential liberty. And it's amazing to me that we're now having to find what's essential, what's not essential. And uh, so isn't that something Everything that he would see- use that, that very terminology of yes. what's essential and so, but that's what they're trying to now determine is what is essential and what's not essential. So there's a direct attack against our founding fathers. I would just wonder just what they really would be thinking. And not to mention all of the people, you know, people don't realize, Mark, that our founding fathers, I mean, they were drug out of their beds in the midnight hours because they stood up against tyranny. You know, they don't, people don't realize the fight that they did. And I will say this. I mean, I'm not advocating for any type of violence whatsoever. So let me make that very clear and put that caveat in there. But George Washington and our founding fathers and patriots did not overcome tyranny with the First Amendment. They did it with the Second Amendment. And so, you know, but you can understand that there is a fight going on. And so every single person, you need to get involved. I mean, your rights and your freedoms are being taken away. And so, but it's not for the government to determine what's essential for you. That's a beauty of freedom. You have free thought. You know, you have free will. You have, there's this freedom that should be, and really the beauty of our freedoms too is freedom of taking a risk. And so... Look, we're not advocating for violence. We're not advocating for somebody to do anything dangerous or certainly don't advocate for anything that you want to feel comfortable doing. But we must take a stand, Mark. And that's really what our founding fathers, I mean, think of all those that gave their lives, that shed their blood, those that died, the servicemen and women who gave their lives to protect our freedom as they upheld their freedom. I personally have... Uh, as a matter of fact, I have a tribute. I'll put it out there on uh, worldimpactnews.net. If you go watch uh, our videos, 
I'll put the tribute out there that I did to a great uncle of mine talking about America and the freedom and the willingness to give his life. And that's the very thing he did was he gave his life for the freedoms of America. And so, very important. We cannot take it for granted. We cannot take our freedoms for granted. Oh, absolutely. And as we've said in other segments, freedom and safety are actually synonymous. Um, And what real safety can be achieved through freedom, fake safety or sort of like a counterfeit safety is achieved by denying freedom. Mm -hmm. And that kind of gets at the heart of Benjamin Franklin's quote. You'll notice that he said, essential liberty. He didn't just say those that would give up liberty, etc., etc. Essential liberty. He means like the First Amendment that we've covered in depth in other segments. What that embodies to worship, to gather, to have a town hall meeting, to have a free press, to redress for grievances. That's sort of the whole sum and summation of having a democratic republic versus a dictatorial republic. But we're being converted from one into the other. And there's another great quote. We'll put this one on the screen too. This is, Madison was just so insightful. Our fourth president, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. This is really cutting to the heart of it. Here it is. Read along. It is proper, it is proper to take alarm at the first experiment on our liberties. We hold this prudent jealousy to be the first duty of citizens and one of the noblest characteristics of the late revolution. The free men of America did not wait until usurped power usurped power had strengthened itself by exercise and entangled the question in precedence. They saw all the consequences in the principle and they avoided the consequences by denying the principle. That is brilliant. That is absolutely spot on football through the goalposts. You don't wait until your your freedoms are too long gone to rescue. You see the principle of your freedoms being torn asunder before it happens. And now we see with the COVID-19 over-response and overreaction, arguably. Overreach. Overreach. We see Madison's quotes coming into full focus and Franklin's quote coming into full focus. These weren't just rhetoric, Jason. They knew that when you see freedom denied in principle before it happens in real time, physically and, and so on, you save yourself from losing your freedom by denying the principle. So, I'm sorry, I name names, Judge Richard Cortez, and I think it's Judge Eddie Trevino in neighboring Cameron County, next to Hidalgo County, and to to some extent, even our governor and many other leaders around the country are not thinking enough, in varying degrees, some do better than others, but they're not thinking enough about our liberties. They're only thinking about how do we respond to the virus? How many more restrictions can we put in? How many more face masks do we want to require in this store or even requiring you to wait to wear one when you're driving down the road when you're already hermetically sealed in your car to begin with? And you can only have so many people in your car and so on. Well, you're a family. You like to keep your family around. That keeps you happy. That keeps you healthy. You know, how many more restrictions do we have to have when there's so many questions about the data about COVID-19, when we have evidence that they're overcounting those that uh, they say die of the virus and that that count could, that the death count might only be one-tenth of what we're told, according to some analysts. And again, check out the articles 
on our website, worldimpactnews.net. You'll see articles there about COVID-19. Read those. There you're going to get some alternative data that if that were widely disseminated, Jason, our governments would take a different tack, a different approach, because they'd have more than just cases and deaths that are thrown at the populace constantly by KRGV, the ABC affiliate, by KBEO here in the Valley, the NBC affiliate. They just give you shallow, limited incomplete data and our governments based on that data embark upon the infringements that our founders warned us about. Jason, your thoughts. That's right. So there is really a fight for the heart of America and what America stands for. And obviously the U.S. Constitution was framed as the founding document that we need to live by. That's right. We need to uphold. And so there is a fight going on. And so that's really so important that we continue to fight. Don't wait to the end. Don't wait till it's too late. And so as Madison warned, as Madison warned and our founding fathers warned. So there was a great price for those freedoms and liberties that we so easily enjoy and enjoy as well as some so as many people forget or neglect or discount. And so so we cannot we have to fight for them. We have to be a voice. So and that's really important that everyone gets involved. There's more information on our website about that. We did a whole segment on that, on taking action as well. So, yeah, check it out, worldimpactnews.net. We're very proud of how this website's coming along. You'll see alternative data on COVID-19. You'll see interesting articles. You'll see how we go, not just from information, but also to action when necessary. This is a whole new era for news. And I foresee a time, Jason, I'm always the optimist in the end, but the news you see now on TV will no longer be the dominant or only voice. You're going to see a new news media, and World Impact News is proud to be part of that. That's great. So, everybody, thank you for watching. I'm Jason Mangum. And I'm Mark Anderson. And we'll see you next time. 